I've heard it said you steer where you stare. We are bombarded daily with voices vying for our attention. And if we fill our days and minds with Netflix and social media feeds, we can get off track pretty quick. That's why I developed a 30-day music challenge. Listen to Christian music exclusively for 30 days. The challenge is free, and I'll be right there with you every step of the way. Head over to michellenizette.com forward slash 30-day challenge to sign up. Change your music, change your life. Welcome to this special uh, Friday with Friends edition of More Than a Song. My name is Michelle Nizat, and with me today is Ben Fuller, and we are here to talk about his music and, of course, God's Word. Welcome, Ben. Hey, good morning. How are you? I'm so glad you're here. We were both complaining uh, before we hit record um, how cold we are because <laughs> we're from the South. I'm inside, and I'm still bundled, and I just went out to, to grab a coffee, and I was like, okay. All right. I'm, am I, you know, am I okay? Am I okay? Like I've got my winter hat. I've got all my things. Anyway. So I need some gloves our, now. <laughs> all our hometown Northern friends are like, you guys are pansies now that you live yeah. in the South. <laughs> yeah. And that's, you know what guys come down, come live down where it's a hundred and whatever degrees all the time in the summer. Right. <laughs> exactly. We'll yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Well, as we get started today, tell us about your music. And uh, maybe what's new, I know you just dropped an album in September and really what drives you to write and produce new music. Um, Wow. So this whole thing obviously has been um, a really drastic change um, and has been a really fast change. Three years ago, this fall um, was the date that I accepted Jesus into my heart and said, you know, God, I can't do this anymore. I can't, I can't be this man anymore. I can't drink anymore. I can't, um, just have promiscuous relationships anymore. I can't do all these things. This was, it was eating away at me. And, um, I was always asking questions like, is this it? You know, I'm like, is this it? Like, is this what I have to look forward to for the rest of my life? And, um, I just, I had to make a choice. Like I had to say, Hey, look, uh, I'm either going to lay this down or I'm going to keep going. And, um, when I got invited to church, uh, in 2019, like everything changed. And I literally, when I heard the music for the first time, it was just like, I don't know what this is, but I need to sing it. Like, I don't know what this is, but I need to like, I need to sing this music and it just, yeah, it's amazing. It's powerful. It's, it's, it's Jesus. And I'm assuming you were a musician before. Uh, yeah. And so I did, um, it's crazy. I've been singing kind of my whole life, you know, grew up on a dairy farm in Vermont and, um, would sing to pass the time. And, but I, it it wasn't until, um, about 2017, 2018, when I started, um, I picked up a guitar. I had learned in college a little bit and I was kind of like, okay, like maybe, I should do something with this. And all of a sudden I started playing around campfires and it was just, just amazing how it took a little bit of encouragement from some friends and they're like, you should go to Nashville. You, you got to go down to Tennessee. And I'm like, I'm not going to Tennessee. Like, well, I'm not going to Nashville for this. And um, it was the fall of 2018 and I just packed up everything. I sold my house and I literally, I just moved and uh, made, made the choice. Yeah. So on Monday, I am going to be using your song "Proud" as kind of our launching point, our inspiration to go study God's word. So I would just love to hear any insight 
with the story behind that song. That song is, is I hardly can get through that song with, without um, getting emotional. I wrote that song, with Casey Bethard and Jonathan Smith. And I'll never forget the day that um, we walked into the room and I knew Casey and I knew his story. Casey had lost his son three years ago to a, uh, a really crazy accident in Nashville. I could not imagine uh, what he has gone through, but he found his faith more than ever through this whole thing. And he was able to forgive the man um, who killed his son. And it, I remember him telling this story and I, when I sat on the couch and looked across from him, one of the first questions he asked me was, how's your relationship with your father? And I just lost it because my whole life I've been trying to uh, seek my dad's approval. My whole life I've been trying to get my dad to just say, I love you. I've been trying to just uh, be amazing with him and have a, have a father-son relationship that was just perfect. I knew something was special. The spirit, we prayed and the spirit of God just fell upon that room. And, and he looked at me and he said, I I suppose uh, making your father proud looks a whole lot different now, doesn't it? It just sparked all these things. And so I hadn't realized it until after I left the room that day, but God had sent a father who lost his son and a son who was missing his father. And we, we, created this beautiful song that, uh, you know, I was very nervous about being that real because my dad never hit me. Um, but that opening line, you know, he never hit me with his fists, but he did some damage with his words. My old man didn't know no better, just passed down what he thought worked. And it was a generational thing for us. You know, my grandpa passed that down to my dad. Um, and then he passed that down to me because that's all he knew. But that song is is one of uh, the most powerful songs that I uh, probably will ever write. Um, and I'm uh, very grateful. And, and I'll tell you, this is the coolest thing is it has. I remember singing that my dad, of course, has no chance or choice to see me much outside of church anymore. And so he uh, he came to a church in New Hampshire with my mom. And uh, he sat in the back of the room. And I remember the first time I, I sang that song, I knew he was there and um, I, I could barely get through it without crying. And, and um, I thought he was going to get up and walk out, you know, the first, that first verse. And he didn't, and he stayed there. And um, I remember turning at the end of the song to take my guitar off and put it down because the Holy spirit was like, go hug your dad. And um, I, I, I had just got my guitar off. I set it on the stand and I turn and my dad has stood up and he came down the aisle mm. and, and he met me halfway and uh, he whispered in my ear. Um, he said, you were made for this. And uh, I'll never forget, you know, the moment of, of redemption, the moment of, of, it's okay, man. You know, it's, it's okay. Look, see what I can do, you know, and that, that, that's, that's what, that's what Jesus, that's, that, that's what the Lord has done for me by me fixing my eyes on him. He's completely um, just, he's brought my dad into my life in a, in a brand new way. Mm-hmm. And um, 
it's nothing short of a miracle. And I haven't had to say, dad, I need you to stop swearing dad. I need you to, you know, stop, be a little nicer dad. I need you to, you know, stop, stop nagging mom, dad. I need you to, you know, I haven't had to say anything. And I've just, I've just fixed my eyes on Jesus. And, um, it's amazing. And the scripture is funny this, this, this morning, the scripture that, um, I hate, I hate using my phone for scripture. I just want everybody to know this. My Bible is in my truck outside, but, um, I always carry my Bible. I hate using my phone for scripture, but this morning I just looked it up on my phone and I needed to do that. Second Peter one sixteen, for we did not follow cleverly devised stories when we told you about the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ in power, but we were eyewitnesses of his majesty. And that's exactly what I am is an eyewitness of his majesty. And I've seen these miracles and I'm watching them come to life right now. And um, it, it's amazing. It's one of amazing. those above all I can ask or imagine moments. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So it's interesting. The line that you just quoted from the song was what I had in my notes. And I also find it's interesting that you said I was, it was, I was afraid to be so real. Um, but as, as a listener of the lyrics, thank you for being real, because I think that it will touch people in, uh, there are so, so many people who, uh, need to hear those words, the lyrics of the words, and then be pointed to the father, <laughs> capital yeah. F father. And, um, you know, you said you can hardly, uh, sing it without crying. The first time I heard it almost lost it because, uh, from when, about the time when I was five till I was about a sophomore in high school, my mom and I lived with a man that I now refer to as my stepdad. It's easier, but at the time he was just Roy <laughs> and, um, <clears throat> I couldn't, man, I could have written those lyrics. All right. So he was older. Um, he was much older. He was from a generation. You said it's a generational thing. He was from a generation that just didn't fluff up kids and forget using kind words, <laughs> you know, and, uh, the words he did absolutely, he never hit me with his fist, but the words he did absolutely did damage. And, um, I talked to his daughter one time and, uh, she was like, yep, that's what he did with me too. I mean, he just didn't know any better. You know I mean? Like yeah. I just word for word, if I, uh, was a songwriter, which I am not, then, uh, it would, uh, <laughs> I find, so he, he, he died when I was a junior in high school and in my, um, you know, like the, the phrase about like he, the, the love about never telling yeah. me, you know, I knew he loved yeah. me, but he never really said it. And, um, in my journal, I wrote, I did love him with God's love. I'm confident he knew that, you know, wow. and, uh, it's just, I, I just think, so I'm, I'm just so glad that you kind of told the story that, um, because I really, I know for a fact that, um, the story will overlap with the lives of people that, mm. um, really. So, <clears throat> and I wanted to make that bitter man proud. I wanted to make him proud. It was impossible, mm -hmm. but I did. And so, you know, just this whole, um, that phrase making my father proud looks a lot different now. I had the benefit, distinct benefit of being a Christian my whole life. So the reason I never called him my stepdad was because I was like, Oh no, I have a father and, uh, he's here every with me all the time. And he doesn't wow. miss a, a sporting event. And, he doesn't, you know, call me names and, uh, whatever. So I had the, I have the distinct privilege of kind of knowing that, um, through the pain, but that didn't mean that I didn't experience the pain of an earthly, um, you know, father mm -hmm. figure 
And so, and then, I mean, I, God's just given me uh, introduction to introduction of person after person after person who either doesn't know who their earthly father is, or are, have just kind of been um, hurt, you know, by yeah. their earthly father. And so I think this story, um, this understanding of our heavenly father is so important. So um, thank you for sharing the story behind the song and the majesty of God's goodness and, um, and all of that. You're welcome. So my question is, what does making your heavenly father proud look like to you these days? Oh my gosh. I, uh, uh, what I've learned is it's such a daily, just a daily brand new renewal and reminder. Like I can get caught up. And I think that that's kind of a, um, sort of this misrepresentation of Christianity. It, it, it seems like so many people that I've kind of from my other life have kind of been like, Oh, he's fixed now. He's got Jesus now. Oh, he's Mr. God now. Oh, he's got all these things now. And it's perfect. Uh-uh. Like I, you know, I get depressed, I get down, I get tempted, I get tempted, I get all these things that like, you know, maybe even more than ever before. And, and in fact, you know, following Jesus is one of the hardest things I've ever had to do in my whole life. I have to remind myself every day. And that's what who, the song, who I am is for me is this declaration. It's this, it's this reminder, it's this anthem of like, I'm a child of the most high God and the most, and he's for me. Like he, I'm, I'm his and he's mine and we're together and that's it. And I've got to just wake up and say, God, I screwed up last night. I messed up this morning. I need your grace. I need your love. I come crawling back to you, you know, whatever it is, whatever we did, whatever, whatever, whatever that is, um, you just have to declare it just have to say it just have to know it. And, um, you know, it's just amazing. Like that scripture this morning that I read in second Peter, it's just like, man, I am. I was just so reminded of all these miracles that I've seen. And it's like, well, if he's real. Yeah. Yes, he is. You bet. And so I'm going to, I'm going to, cause the days that I doubt, I'm like, hello, hello. You did all these, where are you? And, and, and then, you know, there are times that I'm just like, oh, I know without a doubt, but um, I feel like there's a lot of pressure too, because people are watching and people are constantly watching and, you know, we're on tour with Zach Williams right now and th these wonderful uh, theaters and stages every single night where people look to me as this, you know, changed, you know, holy man who's up here just sing, you know, singing about the grace of God. I don't ever want to lose being real and I don't ever want that's been my prayer every morning. Um, God, just 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 keep me two things that you said that jump out at me is, first of all, when we rehearse God's goodness, that's where our eyes are fixed. Wow. And then we believe that he's going to show up, right? It's when we're rehearsing yeah. our sorrows <laughs> Yeah. that yeah. when we're, because usually when we're doubting, we're not reminding him of what he did. <laughs> we're, exactly. we're complaining about where we are. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and then the other thing that you said is we're fallible. We, we make mistakes and, and, um, but this, this confession and, mm. um, and, and, and repentance and turning, you know, but we can do that. Yeah. because we're his children, because yeah. we've been invited to do that. We've been invited mm -hmm. to come in and it's Amen. a safe place to do it. Amen. Uh, but it is what he's calling us to it's beautiful. Yeah. One of my, one of my uh, favorite scriptures um, is John six and I'm a visual guy, you know, and I, I just, I really have to see it. And um, I think that's why like the chosen has really helped me big time. It's just, it's visualizing the characters and seeing who Peter was. I'm reminded of 
um, when Jesus is, is speaking about how so many disciples have gone astray. So many people have taken other roads and other paths and other things and other methods. And he looks at his 12 disciples and he says, are you guys going to go too? And I picture Peter on, on a more lowly place, looking up at Jesus. Peter says to Jesus, my Lord, to whom else shall we go? And I, that scripture, I got it tattooed on me actually, but that, that, that scripture is, it was a revelation moment for me. Um, when I read that, of course, you know, that's what I love about the Bible is it's just, it's brand, that's brand new every single day too. And so, but, um, when I read that scripture for the first time, and this was only probably three months ago, I was so blown away because I have tried every single thing I've gone around. I've gone over, I've gone under, I've done every single thing and nothing worked and I've got nowhere else to go, but him. Mm -hmm. And so that scripture, that's got to be my all time. Well, uh, don't quote me on that because maybe tomorrow he'll show me something else. So, of course, my goal is to get to inspire my listeners to read the Bible for themselves. And so Mm -hmm. you kind of already talked about how scripture influences you. And um, I can only assume that it will come out in your music. So how does scripture influence the music that you write? Um, it is everything. And it's funny, you know, I remember, um, my dad saying from the beginning of this transformation, he's like, does every song gotta be about Jesus? <laughs> and it's like, yeah, you know, I mean, it does. And so I, the more I dig in, the more I get fed, um, from, from God's word, um, uh, the more I'm just like, oh my goodness, I just went through that last week or, oh my goodness, this is, this is how I'm feeling right now. And so it directly applies to everything that I'm going to be writing about um, and, and have written about. Um, as far as like the writing goes, I feel like I go through a lot of seasons with, um, and I've been trying to find a different word other than seasons. Cause I think that's kind of a, I don't know, whatever. Okay. Anyway, I'm trying to be different here. Uh, but I wrote 117 songs in seven months and um I like just, it was just pouring and I was reading, I was reading the Bible every morning and just like a song would pour out and a song would pour out. And um, so, yeah, I think a lot of the scripture is song, you know, and th- yes. there's just, there, it's so easy to um, just ask him for the melodies uh, to go along with those incredible words and just taking bits and pieces and sort of just, you know, making that scripture song. The, the key is to just, with all my songs that I've written is I just ask God, what, what would you like to say through me? What, 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 what would you like to say? And, um, they're his words, you know, mm-hmm. uh, so, somebody had just sent me a message the other night about, um, uh, there's a woman asking if she could put, um, I'm a child of the most high God on a t-shirt. And she, she was wondering if she could make that t-shirt and she's like, they're your words. I don't want to, you know, I don't want to get into any kind of copyright stuff. And I said, they're actually not my words. I said, I'd love if you do that. They're actually not my words. She was like, what do you mean? I was like, God, God gave us those words, you know? And so she's, amen. I just got a big, big old, you know, amen. And so um, anyway, I want, I want, that's where I want to stay with it. So one of the things I share with my listeners is I call them bites, Bible interaction tool exercises. And These are just things that I do to stay in God's word and keep it varied so that obviously you can read it. But if you're 
which is the place to start, by the way, read it for yourself, please. Uh, but then as you're trying to, as you interact with it, are there any habits or tips that you could give our listeners that you use in your own personal Bible study that they might, they might be able to incorporate into theirs? Yes. I can't stand reading. Um, I'm not a reader at all. Um, like I said, I'm a super visual guy. So what I love and what we do on the road, we do a devotional before every single show. And I don't even like to call them shows. We actually, we've been calling them joyful noises because we just like, we're making a joyful noise to the Lord. Um, but before every joyful noise, we do a devotion and, um, we've got my bass player, Nathan. Um, he, he's just amazing. We call him preacher man. Um, he's such a godly guy and he, um, will sometimes run devotionals, but lately we've been like passing it off. And so my encouragement is like, uh, when I hear it from different perspectives and different people and different, different voices, like it gets me excited because I'm like, oh my gosh. And, or I haven't heard them really talk like this before, or whoa, they're really into it or, you know? And so I think that that, um, keeps it new for me. And, and so, right. Six different people could read the same scripture and it would sound, and it would be totally different and you might get something different. So that would be my encouragement is like with your small group or even family, like have your, have your kid read a, read a section instead of maybe it's you leading uh, the whole time. Maybe, maybe your children want to start leading, you know, and just read some scripture and then talk about it. I hear it differently when I hear other voices. Um, so that's, that's been really exciting every day on the road since we've been on tour. We've, we've been doing that and, and allowing like taking turns. That's wonderful. One of my favorite bites is to use your imagination. And you already talked about it. Uh, yeah. You talked about picturing the scene. You like when yeah. you're, you know, thinking about I'm picturing Peter sitting down, looking up, that's using your imagination as you're reading yeah. God's word. So I, yeah. I mean, whether you knew it or not, that's what you were doing. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I didn't, I didn't, but yeah. now I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I am just been so blessed to visit with you and to hear your story, get to know you a little bit better. I thank you for the words that you've shared with um, my listeners and uh, just blessings on you on, um, on the tour, uh, future writing songs, just stay in God's word, stay connected to him. And we'll be praying for you all along the way. Amen. Thank you. You're so kind. This is so amazing. What an opportunity. Um, and just when you think that you're the one that's going to bless somebody, I mean, I'm blessed I'm, and you've blessed me. So I don't know what you're talking about me blessing you. We've blessed each other. How's we that? Blessed, we're blessed. No. <laughs> I'm just, I'm so grateful. Um, and thank you for pointing people to Jesus. It's, it's, it's not easy. Um, the Bible tells us so, but, um, boy, is it worth it. And it's amazing to see people light on fire. So thank you. Thanks, Ben. Thank you for listening to this special Friday with Friends edition of More Than a Song. Be sure to follow the podcast and subscribe to my email list at michellekneesat.com to get premier notice of future special editions like this one. If you want to watch the interview, you can catch it over on YouTube. Just search for Michelle Nizat TV. As I mentioned during the interview, I will be using Ben Fuller's new song, Proud, to jump into scripture on Monday's regularly scheduled episode of More Than a Song. Until next time, take time to meditate on God's word and consider his ways.